morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to episode two of the Hallmark of Greatness podcast, a podcast dedicated to highlighting the beauty of all the Hallmark Lifetime straight-to-TV movies that don't get the admiration they fully deserve. I'm Anthony Burke, and joining me as always are my tremendous co-hosts. He's still wondering if he's ever going to get paid for the table he handcrafted. That's Joseph Higgins. Hello. <laughs> and he's currently laying low after stealing a horseshoe straight from his hoof. It's crazy. Hello. Had quite the kick. <laughs> if you'd like to keep up to date with all things Hallmark of Greatness, you can follow the show on Twitter at Hallmark of Great. Or if you'd like to get in touch with any recommendations or thoughts or anything you'd like to think we have missed, you can email the show at hallmarkofgreatness at gmail.com. How are we both? Me, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, some of us I'm have just grand. Weeks. I'm grand with a broken elbow. It's, it's just fabulous. Uh, yeah, how, did that, how, how did you do that, Craig? Let's tell how you. did I do that? Out running. I was like, ah, oh, this is great. I'm nailing this. And then running all of a sudden. Ice. Out running no ice. ice. It was clear. It was honestly, it was absolutely clear. The, the, one, the one piece of ice I'd seen, I obviously didn't see all day. I was literally running going, this is going well. And then the next thing, I was on the floor and my arm was bending a different direction. I was like, ah. <laughs> How is it now? Uh, it's it's fine. It's I can sleep, which okay. is always fun. Um, I can I can rotate my wrist about this far. Yeah, that's about as far as we go at the moment. But uh, well, that was not watching. I was going to say in an audio only medium that doesn't really <laughs> yeah. help, does it? Good, good, riveting radio, this. But yeah, I'm fine. Just six weeks of lifetime movies to look forward to. Yeah, Before we start on this week's film, quick piece of housekeeping. From the convenient groom. We never went through what you give it out of 10. Oh, I'm keeping. Oh, yeah, we're going to keep a running tally, weren't we're we? Trying to keep a we keep, score. We, keep, we yeah. want to keep a tally on this, yeah. Jesus, yeah. right. Uh, well, I'm going to say three. I was going to say three as well. Three. Out of 10. I, I reserve the right. I reserve the right to uh, lower that at later dates. Yeah, I'm going to go with watch. a. I'm going to go with a four because I'm not confident that in things getting better or worse. So we'll <laughs> go the lower side of of average. So well, we're allowed points, like point. Yeah, three, point so. six three. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that would be a grand total of well, ten by my count. Yeah. Yeah. Solid thirty three percent. It's like come down with me, but not as good. <laughs> it was distinctly poor. Yeah. All right, let's move on. This week's film, Over the Moon in Love. Yeah. You have your predictions for what it was gonna be. I've yes, got the official synopsis feel, here. I, I feel like I've been sold a false bill of goods. Based yeah. on that title. Based on that title, I was like. Based on that title alone, yeah, I've been ahead. sold. Go on then, Craig. What, what was your thoughts? Uh, before watching, based on the title, I was hoping for some astronaut-based romance, <laughs> but it appears, looking at the poster, that it's a story of two people lost in the woods, possibly both blind, as they both seem to be staring either at the ground <laughs> or off into the near distance, not at the beautiful scenic sunset behind them. All right, then, Joe. Um, based on the name alone. Helen works with one of them big radio telescopes looking for signs of extraterrestrial life. <laughs> one day, she hears a message that she thinks is from the stars and begins a relationship with what she thinks is an alien, but is actually Chip, the local dog groomer slash lawyer, and his CB radio. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That would have been a, it would have been a better film, wouldn't it? Watch that one. Again, a far superior film. All right, do you want the official synopsis? Hit me with it. Go Over on. the moon in love. With her matchmaking business on the verge of closing, Brooklyn Wrong. finds herself in the unique position to be featured in a magazine, but has to set up the writer and her childhood friend, Devin, 
who she may have feelings for. Definitely has feelings Ooh. for. I also feel that this film should actually be called Catfishing for Clicks. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting title, that, Craig. <laughs> it's basically what it is, though, isn't it? Or it should just be called Roxanne 2. Yeah. yeah. Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah. It, is, it is Cyrano de Bergerac. That, in fact, that's the one thing I read in one of the interviews. She was aiming for a modern day Cyrano de Bergerac. Oh, was well, like, she hits it and then kicks it to so death. Yeah. <laughs> For those who, who don't know who this Bergerac fella is, not Bergerac, that's a different thing entirely. Yeah, that's, that's a, a completely different That's a cheap. cop show set on the Isle of Man, I believe, or Isle of Wight. So we know the Bergerac. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a story about a man who loves a woman but can't speak to her, so he speaks by a, a, another person, oh, right, okay. basically. It's remade right. in the 80s with Steve Martin as Roxanne, yeah. okay. which is very good as well. Oh, Whereas this is no Roxanne. No. Um, this is no Roxanne, and... What's his face? Wes Brown is no Steve Martin. Wes Brown. Uh, I, had, I had the lead character, Devin, played by Wes Brown as the non-union Justin Timberlake. Mm, okay, I can see that. I'll give you that. He seems to be sort of 60% square-faced and then 40% massive hairstyle. Um, I'd just like to point out as well in that synopsis, at no point is her marriage guidance introduction agency thing failing. No, no, no. Oh, no, it does. It says we're a matchmaking business. Yeah, yeah, it says failing. It's, it's not. It it's wasn't. It's all, closing. Yeah, it, it, it no point. At no point is that mentioned. Well, it oh. probably would. It probably would be static closing, considering the only people that she gets in there are her friends that she knew at high school. Oh, surely has one client per time. Anyway, we'll get on to that. <laughs> and yet, the staff of hundreds. Oh, 500. Yeah, she's got a success rate of 100. percent Including Mia, anyway. the most overly pushy receptionist in, in existence. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I will say, it flags this up on Amazon Prime uh, with drug use and foul language, of which there is none. Neither. Yeah. Unless the drug is low. There's not even anyone drinking coffee, I don't think, or anything. And as far as no. foul language goes, I couldn't hear anything. No. I didn't spot anything. Unless it's got like no. a heck or a dam in there, which I don't know. It's, the type of film it was, it would have been a surprise to hear any foul language. You'd have, it would have been a massive outlier. <laughs> What can I say? That's it, it. just waiting for that last five minutes where he performs his song and he's just like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> While smoking a massive joint. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this took a turn at the end. Straight out the gate, we now know what the film's named after. It's named after her. Uh, oh yeah, her. A poorly um, iconned dating agency, over the moon in love, where all indeed. Of- all of the signs are the wrong way round. When people walk through the doors into the wait, building, wait, 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 wait. The signs are You've facing missed the very inwards. Start, Joe. All right, fine. You missed the very start. Oh, I have missed the very twelve years previously. Twelve years yeah. previous. He's, he's playing the song, which they make him look younger by a cap backwards and glasses. Oh, and, and a, a wig. Fringe. Don't forget the fringe. He's got like an emo, <laughs> an emo fringe going on, which is good. He's playing yeah. guitar. She's highlighting things in a yearbook because that's what that's normal it. people yeah. do. It felt like it felt like a flashback in like season five of Friends where they get fucking Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, yeah, just to pretend that they're younger for five minutes. I was like, what is yeah. this? Why, why not just cast younger actors? Yeah, they're discussing their fu- the future promises, pinky promises, and you think. Well, you know exactly what's going to happen here. They're not going to speak to each other for. Well, he's years. going to be off around oh, Europe. It's always yeah. Europe, uh, oh, singing his, he's singing his, his. Particular brand of coffee shop music. 
and she will form the Over the Moon in Love Love Agency. If your film is starting 90 seconds in and we're at a 12 years later subtitle, why, 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 why not pepper that uh, that flashback in further into the film when we know these characters rather than going here's two awkwardly 40 year olds acting like they're down with the kids. It's sort of could get uh, his little then... bit about the song in there. Nice. How he's not, he, oh. he couldn't finish the song. Which, I mean, yeah, talking... it's not a lot to rhyme, is it? But we meet, our, <laughs> we meet our, our heroine of the film, Brooklyn Noir. <laughs> which, come on, some, again, someone went home early on a Friday with that one, isn't it? Brooklyn Noir and her, uh, her friend, Devon Knight. And I'm like, these names are great. Uh, I also came up with uh, Alan Squarejaw and Keith Thunderbastard. Just other names they could have used. Non-union Justin Timberlake. I'm yeah, sticking with that one. It's fine. Non-union, non-union Liv Tyler. Yeah, that's what I thought all the way through. It was like, yeah. Mm. yeah. But yes, the signs as people come through the doors into her thingy, they're the wrong way around. If she's advertising this agency to the outside world, the signs should be the other way around. Yeah. Oh, I didn't spot that. They were fake. They were. They should have been mirror image the other way around. So it advertised it to the outside world, not the people that are already in your building. <laughs> Just you wouldn't be your sister there. Turns out. Well, and there was also, well, in, in other set decoration issues, behind the reception desk, did you see the word cloud that was there? No. no. Containing such great words as transform, soulmate, grow, inspire, network, create, love, and sparks fly. I reckon that's just what they had when they were writing the film. They had that on the wall. That was the <laughs> I think I was just in the film. It'd be like them horrible live, love, laugh decal things. Yeah, it yeah. felt very much like that. And we're introduced uh, to Mia. Um, that's what she's called. Huh? She's called uh, yes, she's called Mia. Receptionist has a name. The ethnic receptionist best friend. Because... Yeah. They always are. They can never have a starring yeah, role. Uh, who is again doing well more than a receptionist should do? Yeah. yeah. But in that in that office scene, the coffee cup is empty, and each of those folders only has one piece of paper in them. <laughs> well, as as we learn at this point, she has some sort of she has some sort of X Men style psychic love ability. Oh, you mean? From, she can, from, oh, what was it? Do you mean from, to uh, feel from, the tingle from, from, from your nose? To nose? <laughs> yeah. They try driving that point home a lot, don't they? You reference yeah. it a lot. It's just like, you don't need a, a, a massive ring binder when you can literally just walk up to somebody and go, oh, oh, yep, you two, forever, done, right, next. That'll be like six grand, thank you. Meg, as we find out, she's got 100% success rate. She, she got, I can't fault those figures. Um, Didn't we ever find out how much she charges? Because no. 500 people or 500 couples, let's say she charges $100? I, I genuinely don't know. We don't know how much she charged. Over twelve years. But she did. Um, she did get together Angelica and Bradley, the non-union <laughs> version of. Um... <laughs> I literally could not believe that. I was like, why not just say Brad and Angelica? Yeah. No, oh, no, no. Why not just say it? that? <laughs> why not just? You, say you've it? literally just watched this film. How did you not spot it? This was a week <laughs> and a half ago for me. <laughs> Because you hear, you hear these secondary names, you think, oh, there's been nothing. No, that's what I pay attention that to. That's, that's my job in this, is to uh, pick up the... Oh, wow. There's a lot of stock footage shots as well of just a city. Oh, I've got that. Every 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 time a, a, a scene ends, it seems to be city shot. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a hallmark of hallmark. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked the um, picnic montage that came after this as well. Is this where they went to not sponsor own gourmet burger? Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> she, mean, she, you she mean... met up with Devin. Uh, just before she actually speaks to Devon, pick big montage. Yeah. 
Yeah, you mean, you mean the, the, burg the burger truck that was still there 12 years previously, as we've set up? This has got to be the finest tasting burgers ever. <laughs> and at the price they're charging of $4.95, because I damn right paused. Yeah, I know. I've got that. To, yep. check what, to check what pricing they were doing for a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, it's been there that long, and he's never thought of going for a bricks and mortar building. He's like, no, yeah, I'm going to stick with the park and the van. Yeah. Just look, you saw how many people he was playing music to. He can't afford a, a <laughs> burger. But it's at this point that I got particularly excited because in walks our protagonist. We have Stephanie, and I was like, "Evil Stephanie? Are we? Are we is this literally going to become <laughs> a linked? theme where it's it's another evil Stephanie?" I think the, the, the word Stephanies have all been maligned by Hallmark. Yeah, it's like Karen. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. From now on, any time that the other female love interest that isn't meant to be there, it will now be known as a Stephanie. As a Stephanie. That's fine. <laughs> Make a note, Anthony. Yeah, Stephanie. Uh, and she tells Brooklyn, or Brooke, only Devon refers to her as Brooke. Nobody else mm. has ever shortened her name, ever, in the entire oh, no. existence. Same, same with him, innit? Nobody else calls him Dev. Yeah, no. Uh, very, very formal, obviously. Yeah. Uh, who then offers her this magazine spread that uh, her father Life runs? Lifestyle magazine. Yeah, uh, I'm not even lifestyle. sure if it's a cover. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a cover feature. No, I, I think it's. I think it's just an article. Probably no, no, she, she's going to be on the front page. Oh, no, which right. should be one of the bylines underneath. Probably. Like, uh, what's Kerry Katona up to this week? Well, See yeah. page seven for more. It wouldn't be Kerry Katona, so, would it? It'd I made a Caroline black nails Stephanie blackmails her. You get on the cover of my magazine if you get me a match. Yeah, which... Uh, Jesus. Which is essentially do it for the exposure, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, it is, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, do your business. That one, that first one that's walked in, I'll have him. Yeah. He's fucking great. It's uh, like, this This isn't how this works, ma'am. And it's like, no, I'll have him. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, Same no, she's literally tried to around. explain her, her, her sort of process. Do you, want to, do you want to tell me who you like? What she like, dislikes? Yeah. You know? No, he's just like... No, him. He's I'm got a watch watch hitch. He's got a, well, I've, I've literally got, is this a reverse convenient group? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, one bit that we missed out there, the quote of stars in their eyes is what they see in each other. Yeah, that comes back later. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, actually, that actually does come back later. Wow. Oh, I, thought that was a, I thought that was misplaced towards the end. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Stars in their eyes. I think then we go to the bar. Don't we? Do we not meet the mum at some point? Does the mum? That was before. That was before that that scene. You meet the mum and dad, who were always just like, "What about this old guy that you used to Kids, like? He'd be a good marriage. one." Marriage. Oh yeah. Why don't you? You have it's... you've success been successful with all these people, but why have you not got a dick of your own? And it's, it, it, it is always <laughs> the oh, you knew this guy from college. You yeah. used to like him. Why not go away with him? Because that was twelve years ago, and I've not spoke to him since. Mum, leave me alone. <laughs> Just a point on that scene with the parents. Is at this point, I've made a note that the food was given to them, but not one bit of food was eaten. And that no. occurs a lot in this film. Yeah, there is a lot of wasted yeah. food. Oh, it's when they got food day. given to them. Is it the fruit on beaten, and then... Yeah, you can't afford a continuity, man. <laughs> is it the fruit on toast that they have for breakfast? Because I often eat fruit on toast because I'm meant I guess jam is fruit on toast, but not like a Tropical whole banana. Tropical banana del Monte and bang it on to Elvis. <laughs> yeah, then we cut to the bar where there's a band playing to six people in the daytime. Everyone well, in the bar. Possibly the liveliest music of the entire film, if I remember yeah, rightly. It's, it's pretty good, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone... well, at this point, I was like, this is solid. They've got some local bands in to just come in and do a song, and that's great. And then after doing the research, I was like, 
Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> but they only serve one kind of drink in this bar. And it's without a label. It's without a label, and it's just brown liquid in an unlabeled <laughs> bottle. That's what I wrote. I wrote no label beer slash coke. Uh, well, there is there is a uh, a sign with the other beers they have on tap. Uh, Gould's IPA, Pexicoto Lager, Rusty Pilsner, which what must the brown liquid in the bottle must be. <laughs> Might need clean pipes or uh, And Ryan Ryan's um, Cider. I don't know why it's got two names. That's $6. Everything else is a fiver. A dollar for water. A dollar for water? Which I thought you had to give people for free. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got another walk in the park, Steve. I'm pretty sure they had a day to film in the park, so they did everything in the park. Just ran around. It's only high bushy, the gourmet burger. Step onto Dev in exchange. It's saying, she kept saying, oh, it's a favour to me if you go out with this Steph. You've all, you've all just met up again after 12 years, you're asking for favour. This is your job! <laughs> well, we also meet Devon's brother, don't we? Oh, sorry, yeah, that's the bar, yeah. Is, uh, who's called Upall, because his surname's Knight. For the entire film, I was like, what is the point of this character until we get to about the one hour and five minute mark, and I go, ah, right. <laughs> he was there for a pep talk. That's he he gives him a pep talk, and he's just like, no, you really love Brooklyn, and you should go for it, and he's like, well, unfortunately, I've been set up on a date. Where Bye, they, Brooklyn. Where they Bye, go, Brooklyn. and uh, he pre-orders ribs to the table. Who does that? Which, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'd be putting in his hands if so. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you were a vegetarian and the guy said, oh, girl said, I've pre-ordered ribs, you'd say at that point, hang on, I can't eat them, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Well, when you walk into oh. a restaurant called Ribs, 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 then... <laughs> she doesn't mention so... it until they arrive. No. She's, um... she's not good at that talking, as we learned. She's no good at actual talking, talking. No. So why would it come up in conversation that she doesn't eat meat in this meat-only restaurant? <laughs> well, because she didn't, let, meat. didn't let Brooklyn get to know her, did she? So she could work out where they could go, who they could speak to, that yeah. sort of stuff. But I was thinking, uh, is he think... deliberately being a jerk at this point? She is. Not That's what is. I thought. No, because... I thought that. I was like, is he literally got, brought her to like a bar, a bar stool table? Which is an automatic no-no anyway when you're out on a date. You don't you don't go to one of the ones that are like you have to give them a peg up to get on. Especially that poor little lass, poor little Stephanie couldn't get up on that stool. I think we've got very different ideas of what constitutes a date, but okay. <laughs> well, just, no, it just us her ribs. Doesn't care where he sits down. I'd sit on the floor, mate, as long as I got some free ribs out of it. But no, I just thought that because he just acts very cold and distant to her. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. oh, we get to put a bib on here, and it's like... Oh, it's the most awkward But I was just like, is he deliberately scenario. being a jerk so that she'll abandon him, and then he can continue his futile pursuit of Brooklyn? He's not, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't got to ask his three questions yet. Go, going back to the bib, though, I was expecting these to be the juiciest, sweatiest, like, sauciest ribs I've ever seen. They were some dry-ass yeah, ribs. Some that dry, hunky ribs, yeah. They were as dry as the desert. I was like, why are you wearing a bib for these? <laughs> Then, I, then I've just got the word apple, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe offer her an apple since she's a vegetarian? I think that's what but he does, doesn't he? Two lots of ribs for me, then. Go and get an apple off the bar. And then, where do we end up next? There's a um, phone, call to this... phone call to Brooklyn from Dev, where he says he doesn't want a second date. But to which she goes... Oh, she pushes oh. him back on and goes, oh, come on, please. Please go on a second please. date. I think, I think you, you'll really get on. This will yeah. be great. And then, is this where we... Smash cut to the most expensive party planner in town. There's a little minute before that where Steph gets very desperate, where she's just, <laughs> just, just so desperate. Just, she's only got one top. 
Say again. She's only got one top throughout the film. <laughs> that that yeah. green one with the hole the, the in green, it. The green one with the little yeah. leaf shape in it. <laughs> she comes across very, very desperate for this one guy who... It didn't go well on the first date, yet she seems to think it was Push on through. the best. Can change him, something like that. Yeah. Push on through. Couldn't have gone much worse, really, but hey no. <laughs> She had to eat meat, yeah. uh, despite being a vegetarian. Wink, wink. So, yeah, then, then you get to the uh, party planning. Events by Heather. <laughs> yes, by events, Heather. events by Heather taking taking a leaf out of our uh, gentleman from last <laughs> last time with his woodcrafting business. I was like, they were like, "What sort of event are you doing?" Oh, just like a gazebo party. Oh, that'll be five figures. Well into like, five figures. Sorry, I am sorry. <laughs> There's no chance with this charity shop crockery that you've got behind you. <laughs> well into home, it, five figures, so she has to go and take a loan. Oh, out. well into it, yeah, yeah, well into it. So yeah. Not it's just, like a not just cusping now. over. Like, no, I'll do it myself. You're all right, love. It's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, at this point, she asks, has Devin changed at all? But in the 12 years, well, she asked, sorry, do you know Devin? And I feel like in 12 years, from high school to now, people change a lot. Yes. yes. Taste of music change. And she's like, no, no, everything's the exact same. His music taste is everything else is just it's the same exactly the same that 12 years he spent traveling europe and all the rest of it <laughs> hasn't altered he, he, evolved, one job. he evolved not as a person throughout the entire time there's uh, more city shots to and when then we cut to um <laughs> we cut to brooklyn sat in her pajamas eating what appears to be mayonnaise in a bowl no day glow yellow that. shite yeah. day glow yellow yeah. shite i'm presuming it's some sort of lemon sorbet it's never specified but she does it multiple times yeah. in the show and i'm like what is this fluorescent nonsense you're also, eating? Who eats sorbet when they're sad? <laughs> I mean, people that probably don't go to, to stool bars to eat ribs, but yeah, I was just like, what is that? Looks awful. Why are you so sad? She never actually ate it again. This is another. This is this is what got me onto it. That almost puts it in the mouth. Never eats it, and then it melts off a spoon. Well, this, the doorbell it's, rings. It's lazy shorthand, isn't it? The sad lady is eating ice cream out of a bowl. It's short. It's just easy. No, Steph, um, text her. Rings her. Rings her for. This oh, is, rings yeah, her. This is this is the scene where they're like she's doing both of them at the same time. Yeah, this is this is what I call the missed comedic opportunity moment where it's the chance for the phone calls to get cross-wired and she pretends she's talking to one of them and oh god, she's talking to the other one. And yeah. you know, it's it's a very staid sort of say this, she says it. Okay, moving on. I was like, but we do get was the... those weird on-screen text bubbles that like Hollyoaks do. Which... <laughs> At least it wasn't an Excel spreadsheet. No, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this goes on and on and on. Oh, for ages this scene. And then he did the line about Paul Simon and stuff, because apparently he really liked Paul Simon. Um, she's never going to get to eat this ice cream, because this has been going on far too seriously yeah. long. It's already melted, like, it's just yellow, it's just a pool of yellow water. And I'm like, <laughs> basically at this point, this is like the end bit of Mrs. Doubtfire, but boring as fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's no running back and forth from the table. No, and so they agree Three people to... sat on separate sofas, yeah. exchanging the exact same lines of dialogue to but, each but other. But she's forcing them out again. But isn't this where she asks... He asks her the yeah, three questions. He says he's going to ask her the three questions which only Brooklyn has ever passed. Which is a kind of a jerk manoeuvre anyway, really. Yeah, it's like, but, yeah. Do you remember what the questions were? Uh, I'm assuming someone wrote them me, down because yeah. I didn't. Um, I was too busy laughing. First one was, how would you describe your perfect day? Which Second the correct... one was, favourite colour. Oh, that's very specific, one, that one. The third one was, what do you want to be when you grow up? See, I think you watch an episode of... 
I think he was watching UK Gold the night before, <laughs> and he's caught an old episode of Blind Date, and he was like, I'm all over this. Blind These three questions are no, 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 gold. Because, because he asked um, girls at school this, and, and Brooklyn was the only one trying to give the right answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which the correct answers are? Oh, I need to write that down. So oh. <laughs> These three questions. All I remember was that the, the correct colour is duck egg blue. Yes, it's, blue. Duck, yeah. it's duck egg blue. Perfect the grow up day. question was that she'll never grow up. Right, yeah, Pan. And I'm I'm going to guess it involves gourmet burgers at some point. The I perfect think it was, day. I think it was like perfect uh, day was listening to listening to music and eating in the park, eating burgers out of a food truck out of from the park. Yeah, no, it's, it's you, you know overly spe- overly that. specific. Yeah, you, no wonder you've been single twelve years. But they could have done good sort of blind date flirty yeah. answers to that, but no, no, yeah. we didn't get any of that. No fun to be had here, sir. Uh, so then we got into the wedding, where he's a wedding singer, and what is the most depressing wedding song? See, it's at this point I'd started watching the film at one point five speed, and I was like, "This is quite a jaunty number." Oh, and then I, I actually realised I was I was at the right I wasn't at the right speed and listened to it. I was like, "Ooh, this is depressing." No one was like <laughs> slow dancing to this song; they were all just staring at him. Yeah, because at a good wedding, what you want is to just be stood in a semicircle <sighs> around a guy, white guy with a guitar, singing a really slow jam. Then Steph pushes everything and asks Brooklyn to wear an earpiece and feed which, her the answers. Which that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, she she just escalated there. That's, which that's by what the way, those, that earpiece has the best range I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, no, she's poking out from behind a bush and a hedge and a tree. But, yeah, but the whack is quite a distance. I've made a point. Made a point here of she's prepared to throw away a hundred percent success record for a magazine spread that she has to pay for. Yeah, yeah. She's already she's not, she's already dropped at least minimum ten grand. Well, she's been to the yeah, bank to take a loan out, which Mia, the assistant, yeah. was shocked at, and I'm like, Mia, shut up and do your job. <laughs> You're a receptionist. Why are you in here? Why are you involved? He's divulging all the information that he's in love with Brooklyn. Yeah, and she's like, oh. She's like, yeah, fine. At no point. I thought this came a bit soon, I'll be honest with you. I was expecting I this did. one sort of in the final act. I was like, was I had to check. I, yeah, I had to check the time run. It was about 40 minutes. I was like, why are we here already? There is there is no sort of will they, won't they now. It's like she now realises and it's like, oh, sad face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was all, this was where I was like, this is basically um, Cyrano de Bergerac at this point. And the film is clearly sponsored by Paul Simon and Gourmet Burgers because they feature it so much. Uh, also, his shirt's on Inside Out. There's a lot of that in these films. It might just be the style of shirts that I'm not aware of, but it looks like if, we, if the seams are on the outside, that doesn't look right to me. I was just amazed that she, she was all for it. I'm in love with this other woman who's helping us, helping set us up. She's like... I didn't hear any of that. Let's go on another date. Yeah. The, no, the date just continued. It, it continued oh, yeah, off yeah. screen. It just continued off screen. And then she comes back going, we, was we not weirded out by that? I would have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It seems weird that you're telling me that, but yeah. <laughs> and then we meet, they got, she goes back to her parents and her dad does some excellent reading the newspaper acting. Also, <laughs> no. Food given, pancakes, not eaten. The fastest pancakes touched. in the West, because yeah. he literally walks from reading the newspaper and presents pancakes. And I'm like, where have you got that? Have you microwaved those? And and also, then we essentially get the same scene again, where it's like, yeah. oh, you mean the guy you knew from high school is still around yeah. and he's still on the seat? Oh, he said, uh, oh. This time it was a switcheroo, Craig. Because yeah, when he's when when Devin's feeling like oh he needs to move on, she's like oh maybe I do like him, which is the classic um, classic bait and switch. Also, yeah. Devin, we get to see inside Devin and Gozal, which is his brother. I think about to call Matt, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but Gozal night's funnier. 
and they've just got jars of seashells on the side. And I'm like, no man has jars of seashells just lying around the place. This man Impressive certainly does. When we learn about his, when we learn his music taste later, he certainly does have seashells. Yeah, like. to be fair, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then do we go... Stephanie then leaves town to go and look at other people that she might be putting in this article for some... This is the world's... Lo- this is like a... This is a full magazine feature at this point, not just like a puff piece that goes in the editorial section. She's going to see other dating agencies. She keeps mentioning her dad. Was her dad the one that owned the magazine? Yes, the dad's the right. publisher yeah, I, think that, the I think that's what's implied. I presumed it was Professor Xavier for most of, <laughs> of this sort of mutant powers that she had. So, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she disappears, old Steph. She and disappears, and then we go on. Brooklyn's looking through her old book of people that she's possibly and killed and stuff. Yeah, while not eating her ice cream again. Well, it's not eating her ice cream yeah. again because Devin turns up with more gourmet burgers. Oh, that's the point. Actually, there was one point where um, Brooklyn is looking through the old yearbook and just points at her and Devin. Nothing else, just points at both pictures. Yeah. Them. Those two have obviously been sellotaped in to this already existing yearbook <laughs> that I've drawn red lines all over like some sort of American football playbook. Oh, I, yeah. I, I went with serial killer, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Devin turns up with his food with sunglasses around his neck when it was nighttime. <laughs> uh, this oh, leads yeah. into a theory I have later. Never too late to be cool. Uh, no, no, no. Um, there's something that happens that makes me think that there is a darker subplot to this film that we weren't aware of. Oh, okay. alternate read coming yeah. shortly. Um, but he brings the food in. It's takeaway food. She gets plates out of yep. an out of an armoire sort of thing that's just in the hall, and that like you still don't eat anything. That's where I keep my plates. Yeah, just you know why they don't eat anything because there's nothing in that paper bag it's two empty takeaway cups with a straw where we pretend that we're slurping out of all the time it's permanently the bottom of this milkshake <laughs> <laughs> and an empty bag uh, and then we get a weird sort of wedding singer sort of bit where they keep going to oh the wikipedia flower girl i've written down i swear to god all yeah. flowers are sex flowers like, it calls back to flowers. last week where we're bit, where where there's no subtlety when describing flowers. This happened last time yeah. with the previous film, and now we're just using symbolism for flowers yet again. Which is like, the exact colour that he loves as well. This this flower uh, represents uh, love and sex, and he's like, okay. And this one does it. It's like, do all of these flowers just represent? That? <laughs> <laughs> and he just walked into sexy flowers because that's what it would be called, <laughs> wouldn't it? In the... The Hallmark naming scheme. <laughs> and then the classic where they pretend that they're getting married because some guy thinks that they're getting married. I want to know, can you walk into a chocolatier's and just pretend you're getting married and he will give you a free bag of everything? He was oh, the most also... sarcastic chocolatier ever. He, Did you great. hear at the end of their story? Oh, that's, that's the best story I've ever heard. I loved him. Yeah, he was on. the best thing, isn't it? <laughs> bastard. <laughs> um, no, weekends going forward different hotel chocolate in a different city everywhere <laughs> i'm going in with the missus and going yeah we're getting married in a week's time we're just checking out the chocolate can you give us some samples wait for the snack i'll tell you about how he proposed who cares yeah. oh he wrote he, he spelled out will you marry me in sausages on the line thousand chocolates chocolates that, <laughs> sausages would have been better <laughs> it, it melted but then he melted her heart yeah uh, so, i still think tin sausages would have been better which is when the chocolate guy went great story guys <laughs> And then all, all I've got is that apparently um, John, which is um, Brooklyn's dad, 
kidnapped his well blindfolded his mum and drove her to a body of water i think that's yeah. how he, that's how yeah. he proposed and i was like is it romantic is it what serial killers do yeah, yeah. No. have we have we finally found the zodiac killer i feel like they went onto a pet was it a pebble or something that she said they went on the first date yeah i feel like he took her on there and was going to throw over throw her overboard until he thought ah, she's all right we'll keep her she's a keeper yeah. The other, the others can stay at the bottom <laughs> of the bay. swimming with the fishes. And then Heather's back from her around the world, Stephanie. seeing other people. Sorry, Stephanie's back. Events, events with Heather. Yeah. Yes. Event- I will say this: I'm not sure of the time frame of this film at all. I'm not know. sure how long this is supposed to take place over. Like it feels like it, it feels like it's moving at quite the clip. No, no, no. I've got Heather's back, and she hates. Gourmet Burger Club. I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't know why. Uh, Wait, is, this, is this at the street market place? Possibly. Yes. We get to the street fair. Oh, the street fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh we yeah. Get to, yeah. Because uh, because Stephanie wants uh, thingy there because the earpiece is apparently broken now. So <laughs> oh, they just forgot whisper, about that. She will have to whisper her secrets in person, and yeah. why not bring his brother as well? Because <laughs> reasons. Yeah. We forgot this character exists. Before Until, that, though, before that you get you get uh, Brooklyn telling Steph that it can't all be about looks, you know. You got to at least have some kind of stuff yeah. in common. Brooklyn goes off, and then she says, <laughs> "Steph just ignores that shit." Yeah, she, well, she says, uh, "You've been out without a crutch," but yeah. she says it, and it sounds like crotch. And I was laughing for <laughs> ages at that. It's just like you're just doing it without a crotch, and I was like, Ugh. "Yeah." Yeah, the yeah, no, Brooke like sort of bears a heart to her and says, "Look, he loves me. I love him," and yeah. she's just like, "I don't give a shit what you want." He looks what nice, money? So I'm gonna go with him. Magazine feature. Come on. <laughs> like you have to magazine. pay for. Yeah. It made no sense. It was, um... You want that you want that sweet, sweet five hundred words on page seventy six. Picture of you pointing outside. Why are the signs wrong outside your shop? <laughs> Fine. Let's fix that in post. Fine. Uh, but the brothers yeah, there, the Matt or up all or whatever. Um and him. Ooh. They get stars in their eyes, don't they? They, do. they get stars in their eyes talking about the final points want... of Christina Aguilera. But, no, but one of the main points is he wants a veggie veggie wrap or something. Yeah. But he's not a vegetarian. He just sometimes he likes veggie wraps. I do. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's normal. <laughs> but the point is that their link was... At least he's not pushing ribs into her face. That he's... It's be- Yeah, it's better than dry-ass ribs. He's <laughs> overzealously ordered for her. <laughs> but then... Yeah. For some reason, he has to leave. No, she does. She leaves. She leaves because she's. She says she's ate too much popcorn. Yeah, took the popcorn with her still. It's it's an all day thing. You can just put it in the cupboard and you can eat it later that night with your plates. Uh, but she makes him go with her so that she can leave Devon and Steph together. Oh. Despite the fact that she's just recognised that there's a link between them two, and she wants that hundred percent record. Yeah, but mm. she does. Uh, and then we cut back to more custard. Slash sorbet, <laughs> slash yeah, mayonnaise I've, I've eating. Got yellow slop again. Yeah. <laughs> Melted even more. I think it's the same bowl. She just keeps same that in the cupboard with her plates. <laughs> and um, Devon shows up and he's like, I again. finished that song that I couldn't finish ages ago. Oh, yeah. yeah That's why he got the song first for scene. 12 years. Yeah. I'm like, you'd have just put a yada da 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 in there, wouldn't you? Or just, yeah, I don't know. Just cut that verse out. And he starts playing it, and it's Stephanie's song. And I was like, no. Also, it's not Stephanie. Also, I think he's really playing that guitar. 
I was genuinely impressed. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Yeah. He is actually a musician. Mm. As we, well, quote unquote. Although when he's singing, he, it doesn't look like he's singing when he's singing. No, no, I'm assuming he's... I mean, I assume he is miming at that he's point. He's miming to a backing well. track, won't he be? But, um, and I was just like, oh, just fuck already. <laughs> Please. Yeah. But uh, well, no, we've still got 25 minutes left of this masterpiece. Mm -hmm. we're up to at this point? I think so. I think we're just at the hour mark. Oh, she tells him at this point, doesn't she, where um, that it was all her as well? Yeah. This is like... I don't know. This is as close to the arsehole turn as we're going to get in this film, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was all me. I was beating it all him. through flags and hand gestures. <laughs> and earpieces and, yeah. Random earpieces, yeah. And surprise, I, surprise, he wasn't happy with that. Yeah. Because at this point, I'd be like, oh, wait a minute. So you love me. I love you. But I think I love Stephanie now. But I. <laughs> But I don't because Stephanie is just the avatar for you yes. at this point because you're well, literally just using... You, you might as well have your hand up her and pop it in her. It was her all along. So I don't understand why he got so angry. The, the, um, what are we looking for? She conned him. Yeah. Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked she played him for a fool in front of his brother. Yeah. It, it, she and the jar of seashells. She used it to try and get this uh, cover. Mm. Yeah, why this, this, this coveted yeah she, she did it for this magazine article but at this point the bank interest it we're up to at least 25 <laughs> grand <laughs> that's well within five figures <laughs> yeah. like, does that include pennies or cents because like that's not that much then is it really if it includes cents yeah it probably did that's just over a grand events yeah. by hella saw them coming it was it was yeah. <laughs> move the decimal move yeah. the decimal uh i've just got stephanie's a bit of a bitch at this point. That's yeah. a Stephanie for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, then, then we move on to, Stephanie comes into the to the shop. By the way, I'm pretty sure she only has one client at a time. Yeah. Or Brooklyn, because mm -hmm. no one else ever appears apart from well, Stephanie to the shop. And it's, a, it's a small town dating agency. She already has York. 500 in New York. They're in New York. They're in a big That's, city. It doesn't look like it. It looks like small town whenever we cut into it. There's an yeah, establishing... well, the, the city pictures are all New York. There's an establishing yeah. shot of her walking into the agency and it is on like a like a, a New York City street. Okay. Yeah. If it's New if it's New York, she's certainly not on Manhattan Island. She's somewhere she's somewhere on the mainland. It's at this point where the, the Norse to Tours comes back. Because she tells her, I get the Norse to Tours feeling with you and Matt, my brother. Yeah. Just just believe in yourself. At this point, Stephanie rightly says, why the fucking hell should I believe you? Why? Yeah. Why? You've already lied to me once for a magazine article. You're now fobbing me off on Hot Guy's Hot Brother. No, yeah. no. I, I, me outsies, and so does me dad, because I've had a word with him. Yeah, which, I don't know, it's no way to run a business, really, is it? Like the, newspaper, <laughs> the, the, the magazine industry is just do whatever my daughter says. But there again, he's an old <laughs> white man who can't act. So, because when he does appear, he's... Uh, <laughs> We then get to one of my favourite bits because I wrote it all in capitals. She goes to that coffee shop and he's playing guitar, but nobody else is in there. Oh, there's Why one. There's one person drinking. Well, at that point, there wasn't anyone in there apart from the um, the bar staff. I thought there was one person drinking brown no. brown liquid I, I, I out of an unlabeled jar. It was just them two. I mean, he's getting paid in lattes. It's just <laughs> atmospheric music. He's not getting a paycheck for this. I mean, I've played worse gigs. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> when the bar the staff was like. You can just practice through your new stuff. There's nobody there to listen to. <laughs> and it's that point where she tells him she loves him. It's nice. Yeah. And now she's a songwriter. Mm. She tells him, to, this is what you need to put in your songs. I love you. Goes. I'm really sorry that I've ruined your life for the past 12 years. By the way, that song you've been trying to write forever, use this line. Fuck use off. this line. <laughs> I thought of this 12 years ago. I just couldn't bother telling you. 
No, I, I assume in the 12 years since then, she's just been humming that song every day in her head. <laughs> yeah, on repeat, just scratching the lyrics that she has into the wall. She was going to put, should I eat yellow mayonnaise <laughs> to make the pain go away? See, it's not hard. Um, is this where Stephanie goes to, no, they're having the party and they mm. need um, the musician? Don't they? They need someone to play or something. Yeah, I can't remember. I what... think so. Well, no, we're, we're, we're hyping up because uh, uh, non-union Brad and Angelina have shown up. And but don't worry, they're okay. That they're not going to be in Lifestyle magazine. It's, they're just going to show the faces and do one because there's a party half an hour down the road. So this uh, is uh, and out yeah, of nowhere, you've, you've missed a bit out of the, the the secret where she told she told Brooklyn that her dad wasn't going to show up, but he showed up. Yeah, and then the whole thing of. They got in touch with Devin to turn up, but he wasn't there yet, so she went over to his house. Right. This is the yeah. and, She went over to his house to try and convince him, and that's where she had the stars in her eyes moment with Matt. Yeah. This is where I have... This is where the dark secret subplot comes in. She stands at the door and says, can I come in? Which is a thing that vampires have to vampires do, do before, yeah. they, before they can come into your house. Right? You have to be invited in. That's why she doesn't eat meat, because they can't eat dead flesh, vampires. It has to be living. You see? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. You fed me dead blood. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just a, just an idea that yeah, yeah. that's why he's it, wearing it, sunglasses at night because he's been bit it, by her. It does. Oh. It did air in October. See? Oh, I, I got with your facts there, Craig. Look with <laughs> yeah, don't worry. The facts are the facts are spilling over into. So it. Stephanie is now canonically a vampire. Okay, that makes sense. I like it. Evil it, it vampire. It changes the whole film if you go back and rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> She's a vampire. She can go out in sunlight, though, which makes her, like, I don't know. But yeah. Vampire or no, that turn where she shows up with the dad makes no sense. Other than... That's what, yeah. We're running out of time here. And it's just like, yeah, I'm back. I'm best, we're bestie friends again. Don't you worry. And I'm like, did I miss a scene? Did no. I fall asleep yeah, for it's... 10 minutes? Because she, met, because she went back to, to convince Devin to turn up, she had the stars in her eyes moment with Matt. Devon was already yeah. coming anyway. Yeah, I know. She didn't know that, but did she? No. Well, yeah, so, so she now... A vampire in love with Matt. And then you get the Hollywood couple, Brad and Angelina, do Angelica. the worst speech. Yeah, very disappointed they just hadn't got a look. You've gone this far. Just yeah. do a look lookalike, Brad and Angelina. Yeah, think, just, do a, just do a lookalike. You've got this. You've committed to the bit. And then they force uh, Brooklyn to do a speech. And for me, it was the longest speech... And it was all just to fill that time to get the. I've done. Just got keep it like Brooklyn Jesus. <laughs> she just keep, she just used as the same. She says the same sentence over and over again, slightly it different. Way. Took forever that speech. I uh, did like the fact that the the, the backing band were uh, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Peaky Blinder hats on, little chim chiminies like that. And then my final note of the entire thing is, it's just it's the fucking Catalina wine mixer because that's what it felt like at the end. Everyone shows just up, looking, does sings his song, but also sing... the other guitarist, did you notice, was her dad, Brooklyn's dad. Yeah. Yeah, he gets, he gets up and fake plays guitar as well. Yeah. To, to, to what sounds like the final song from High School Musical. I and then know. obviously she can sing. She's kept that <laughs> secret. Well, yeah, I'm surprised also, it doesn't go around the entire audience. That's also because she's also a recording artist. Is she? Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there's no, they lived happily ever after, it just fades to black. Yeah, you just assume. And it fades to black, and then it fades back up again with them sat there. They say two sentences to each other again, <laughs> sat on a bench, that's and then it fades the to black the, again. That's when they took the picture for the uh, film. Uh, <laughs> for the, the poster. poster. For the poster, yeah. yeah. Why are we not eating um, gourmet bur Gordo's burgers? Gordo's burger. 
at this point, it then cuts to an advert to what's coming next in the uh, the autumn fall season for Hallmark because I was watching it on YouTube and got the adverts. Oh really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. is it is it Fall Law and Order or something? Okay. There is a there is like a Fall and Order, isn't there? Yeah, it's like a Law uh, and Order spoof. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, I don't know. As much as I have sort of ragged on it, I did quite yeah, enjoy this one. Right. It was fine. It wasn't better than average. In that case, out of ten. I'm going to go a solid 7.3. Oh, great. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go for a 6. I was going to go for a 6.8. Mm, so you see, it's not. Fair enough. Like I said, it's, it's, it's an all right film. It's, it's well acted. It's paced out pretty well. Yeah, acting was actually quite good in this one. Yeah, that's uh, because they've hired actors. Well, non-union <laughs> Justin Timberlake was a little bit wooden. Because initially yeah, well, I had him down as non-union Keanu Reeves. How dare you? <laughs> well, then it moved I've, on. Literally, I've literally in my notes here got Wes Brown. Dash known for nothing. So, <laughs> I, went to, I went on his IMDb, and it's literally he's just he's a life he's a lifetime stud. Yeah, he's a hunk of Hallmark. He is a hunk of Hallmark. Yeah, it was much. The acting was much better than the uh, convenient group. Yeah, there was yes. even little bits of jokes and stuff in there. It was. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was a way to waste an afternoon. It's what I expected yeah. from a Hallmark movie compared to the last one, which was terrible. Yeah, terrible. This one was. Yeah. You can watch it on the This one was afternoon. okay. This one, it felt like a knockoff of a Hollywood rom, like rom-com. It, it yeah, had the structure yeah. of it. It felt like they'd felt taken like they'd the Hitch and yeah. took their ideas from that. obsessed with Hitch. <laughs> it was, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> did we see who the writer was on this? Uh, no, this is... Are we no. going into breakbacks? We're going to we, we bump into the trivia with this one because... Wait, the wait, wait. Have we not got an introduction? Oh, I was just going to... Craig Facts. Craig for hacks. <laughs> the uh, this is actually a passion project because Jessica Louds, who is the main star of this, wrote, executively produced it, and wrote all the songs for this film. Really, the main girl. Yeah, the main girl wrote, exec produced it, and wrote all the songs oh, for I it. Spot that. I spotted Wes Brown wrote some of the songs as well, but I didn't see any. Sang some of the songs. Yeah, no, she's a uh, because she's. A, She's a Canadian singer-songwriter, to which there are ten a penny. She's no Celine Dion. Yeah. No, no, she, no, she, wrote no, it no. While, she wrote it while on break from 90210, because that's the only thing of note that she's done. She no, was, that's uh, the only thing I recognised her from, was uh, the reboot yeah, she's a reboot black, in 90210. Yeah, she was, she was like, not main, not like one of the main cast, but one of like main cast best friends sort of things, like second yeah. tier 90210, from what I remember of that show. But yeah, uh, and the director uh, was Christy Will Wolf who uh, started her career as the assistant to Peter Berg, Academy Award-winning director Peter Berg. All right. And she went on to get, uh, I think it was the same year this came out, she was the uh, she won the Directors Guild of Canada's Legacy Award. My lord. What else has she done? Yeah. Anything All Hallmark. Well, I can All tell right. you now, uh, she's known for such films as Identity Theft of a Cheerleader. Sounds ace. I'm on board. Uh, Eat, Play, Love, which I think we've mentioned before. That is one of the, yeah. Yeah, we've mapped it. That's one of the ones we've been uh, recommended. Yeah, Eat, Play, Love. And my personal favourite, where she started her career, The Making of Blonde and Blonder, which was a, uh, a Pamela Anderson, Denise Richards vehicle, but she did the special features making of 
Wow. That's listed on her IMDb. I was like, wow, well, but that's where you're starting your career. <laughs> Denise Richards and Pamela Anderson did a film. Yeah. Well, 2008, I, I think it was. So, like, career low point for both. No, I think the career low point for Denise Richards was the Christmas hijacking or whatever. The one that was in the school. Oh, Reverse yeah, Home yeah. Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, Home Alone in a school with Danny Glover getting yeah. a paycheck. Danny Glover and Denise Richards married to the most idiotic and annoying man ever. They try and steal a sleigh at one point. It's <laughs> But yeah, uh, this film was originally supposed to be part of Hallmark's Summer Nights lineup. And unfortunately, due for further proof that Hallmark do not give a shit about their films at all, <laughs> they just decided to uh, shift it to their Fall Harvest lineup instead in October. And oh. if you actually look, if you look at the poster, if you look at the right and left of their heads, they have literally just photoshopped some orange leaves yeah. on either side of the head. It's, it's a perfect summer sort of poster and they've gone, shit, we've had to move this back three months. Just slap some slap some orange leaves either side of it. Now it's a fall film. Yeah, because every time you walk through the park, it looks like a lovely summer's day. Yeah. The leaves yeah. are green, yeah. yeah. Like that. So, so yeah, just further proof that Hallmark don't give a shit. Even the Christmas films will bang on in March. Yeah, they don't true. care. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that's a, that's as much trigger as I could find on this film. Again, not much to be said. Uh, Jessica Loud wrote the part for Wes for Wes Brown because they, he'd appeared on Nine Hundred Two One Hundred with her, mm. and so they were like, "Oh, I'm writing this film. I, I, I think you should be the main character." Mm, well, nepotism. Craig, what year did this come out? Do you know? It was 2019. The air date was October fifth, 2019. And unfortunately, not based on a series of novels like last oh, time's man. film. This was an original brainchild. Over the Moon in Love, October 5th, 2019. Two million people watched this film. Yeah. It was released on the Hallmark Channel. I would Something. imagine that that's a steady... I would imagine for all the premieres, they probably hover around that. It seems to be about a couple of million. Fluctuates yeah. just below and just over. I would imagine Christmas is the only time where they're, they're cracking double digits. Chris, no, 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 no. Christmas gets threes. 100 million? Wow. <laughs> Wait, three, well, when you're not, when, three when you're billion not people. Yeah, so two million watch this one. I think, it's, I think that's less than the last one, which amazes me. Well, they fucked it about in the scheduling, didn't they? <laughs> I was all ready to watch it in summer, and then they were like, no, no. it's autumn for you now. Like, this is not a fall. I'll wait for fall and order. Thank you very much. In conclusion, that was... Over the Moon in Love. Any final thoughts on that film, boys? No. Uh, no it, it, was, it was a fine, fine made-for-TV movie. It was exactly the sort of thing you want on Netflix or any of these channels on a Sunday afternoon just to have on in the background. It, it served its purpose adequately. Was I hoping for more? Always with these films. Will I get more? Maybe once in a blue moon. <laughs> but not this time. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, I, I, I can't add anything more to that. It was good. As we said earlier, if you'd like to keep up to date with all things Hallmark of Greatness, you can follow the show at Hallmark of Great on Twitter or get in touch by email hallmarkofgreatness at gmail.com with any recommendations, any ideas, anything else you can think of. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. Recommend it. Recommendations welcomed. We've had a couple all sent in and we'll get on to them as, yeah. as, as soon as we can. On. Thank you very much for listening and we'll be back. Yeah. See, you. See you soon, guys.